You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with Kristen. Hello. Kristen, are you ready for my exciting question I always start off with? Yes. What defines you? Ooh. Um, oh. That's a good question. I'm telling you. Um, making stuff. Making stuff. Making. Yeah, creation. Like breakfast? Sometimes sometimes i am more of a bruncher okay okay that's a heated topic because you say brunch people think you're coming from a like a superior wealth class me no i'm an egg whites type of man i put that in a frying pan and i don't even cook it right i got one of those supposed to be non-stick no it's not it sticks right to the damn thing and then I, it's black and then like you don't eat that i'm like why like that's the burned off piece of the pan on the egg i'm like it honestly it provides character that's the spice we need to make character yeah i mean i'm not a fan of eggs at all so i'm not very good at cooking them but yeah when i say brunch i more just mean that i don't wake up during breakfast hours so technically is that because it's not breakfast anymore you stay up late sometimes and just because i make my own schedule so if i can sleep until 10 why not i guess i mean i'm an insomniac so like when i try and get sleep it seems like the only time is like the middle of the day and that's like when you're in the highway, like at a red light and you're just about to take a nap, like I'm going to doze off for a few and somebody beside you like, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I go through those phases too. So, I mean, like if I sleep until 10, I was probably up till one or two in the morning the day before or something. So what are you doing up so late? Usually nothing productive. <laughs> That's the best though. It's when you come across like a Facebook video at one o'clock in the morning. You're like, I'll tell you right before this meeting, I'll tell you straight up right now. Have you ever seen a ship in a glass bottle? Yes. Do you know how they're made? I know I've watched videos on it and it's fascinating. I've watched a video on it just a minute ago for a good hour where it was just watching a ship in a bottle get made. And I'm like, I don't, know why i'm watching this but i want to see the end result here and i don't feel like skipping because the process is just fascinating just oh my husband and i watch the weirdest stuff like late at night when we're trying to just be bored like um we're really into the ones of like metal detecting on beaches or like diving um we also watch like this guy that makes like um different houses from like the 14 15 1600s whatever he just like builds them in his yard and like uh miniature painting and like creating things for dungeons and dragons like we watch the weirdest things are you just coming across that because that's your friends like sharing a video of something they saw or is that you coming across that because that's like the analytics thing that chooses the videos for you because i'm like i get like hot sauce videos i get like um 
ship in a bottle. I get ponyists, like people that dress up as ponies and just literally. Those guys are fascinating. You've seen it too? Of course I have. Oh my God. Like, I don't understand. Why is it better than regular cable? And why isn't it on TV where I can watch it like this? If TV was more like Facebook videos, I would spend a lot more time being not productive. Because TV is all the same stuff and online people just put whatever they care about. That's why we get so much more diversity. Facebook is kind of all the same stuff. I'm always seeing some dude selling like an old spin master he used once and it just sat in his basement for like 10 years. And then I always see Wish, that site that sells the most amazing. I've been sucked into Wish for a while. They don't, none of that stuff's available. They show you things that aren't available on the site. They showed me based on apparently what I'm interested in. And I, I guess it was because all the ponies videos I watch, but a bunch of gimp masks and then a Power Ranger helmet. And I'm like, look, if I'm going to be in one of those scenarios, a sexual scenario, I'm putting on a Power Ranger helmet. I'm not wearing a gimp mask, but I'm looking on wish.com and they had none of this shit. Build your own lightsaber. It wasn't on there. Numchucks, double dildos wasn't on there. I Don't ask me why that was one of my search. You just, <clears throat> you just have to look harder. Oh, like I'm telling the, you, it's there. The deep dark search. Have you ever came across Reddit? Of course. Do you ever spend any time on Reddit? Sometimes I go through like I'll be on it just twenty four seven for like three days, and then I'll get burnt out on it and not see it for a month. But yeah. One of my closest friends has like three computer screens in his room. And one is always on Reddit and he's just constantly looking through stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just going through Reddit. You know, you see this and this and this and this. And I'm like, I went on Reddit a couple of times, but I always get so lost. I don't know how to get out. Like, even if I close my phone, I don't feel like I fully escaped the grasp of Reddit. I just have never gotten that fully into it, but it is very useful because there's, there's a subreddit for everything. So like, if you need information, that's a good place to go. Is it like a substitute teacher where it's like not like the original teacher, but it's like a next level where they're still going to give you some valuable information or they're just going to play a movie or nap time? Honestly, that was my favorite. It might be, um, but it's also a substitute teacher that forged their certificate for teaching. Have you ever came across one of your teachers or a substitute teacher that you were like, you don't really have a degree, do you? um i don't think so but i know we treated our subs terribly i had one substitute teacher that was my neighbor and i had no clue his name was mr Payne, and i was only nice because his name was mr Payne, and also he was my neighbor i was like look i know if i do something but our teacher had like forgot her mother got sick or something so she was gone for like four months so he was our substitute teacher for four months so it's not one of those things where you can you know mess around and then you get a new teacher the next day no he was there four straight months and i was like if i even mess up once he's gonna come right over to my house when we're having supper and he's just gonna straight up lay the law down mr Payne style saying hey robbie was a piece of shit in class today i don't like the way you're raising him I'm calling social service. That was always the fear. Was that like my parents were like, if you mess up, they're going to call social services and think that you're being abused. I'm like, so I have to be good? Or do I get two Christmases where I get to go to some other stranger's house with a lot nicer things? You're like, that's not how it works, Robbie. That's not how it works. <laughs> well, why don't you tell me a little oh. bit about yourself? 
Um, okay. Well, like I said, I just like to make stuff. Like I have a thousand hobbies probably, and I'm always finding new ones. Um, so I like to paint and draw and I've done ceramics in the past and I make jewelry and, um, I'm also a, basically, yeah, that's the newest hobby. That's, so um, that's a fucking that's a hobby to get into it's like i'm gonna start the freemasons i'm just gonna create a whole establishment i didn't think that it was gonna get this big um you know because now that i am my own boss i don't work for anyone else anymore um i have way more time on my hands so i was like let's get into gardening during um it started before all of the quarantine but then it went out of control during quarantine because I was like one of those people doing the if I'm sad let's buy a plant <laughs> I thought you were going to toss me out one of those like things like I was trying to find a spot to bury a dead body and I came across all these pretty flowers and decided gardening might be an amazing hobby well you know you need to use protected wildlife to plant over bodies so that they can't legally dig it up protected species I'm, I've, I've learned so much in the, in any podcast I've ever done that this is going to provide me great information one day. There's going to be a scenario where like, <laughs> we got to ditch body. Well, let's go find some rare exotic flowers that no one's going to be able to dig up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You got to, you know, break into some sort of protected area. Like I played at a golf course where you couldn't go get your balls that went into the wildlife because it was protected so that's a freaking scam and a half i used to live at a golf course like my backyard was a golf course so we always not all of them are just this one was because of where it was at and like how much they had done to you know provide an ecosphere whatever for the wildlife i was about to say i used to play on golf courses all the time and i remember i had a a, literally a side like my table drawer i guess that's a that's a that's a wealth class thing too what do you call your uh your whatever table by your bed that has your lamp on it it's like my nightstand right yeah, yeah i'd I, go with nightstand i had a bunch of golf balls in the drawer and you just open up my dad i remember my dad one time was like what the fuck like why and i'm like i don't know i just i find them i collect them i love it <laughs> oh yeah i used to um at our home course whenever we'd practice i was the queen of like taking off my shoes and wading into the creek and like picking out golf balls i'm like yeah but i never have to buy them you weren't afraid of stepping on something? No. Did I just put that? You look in where you head? walk. No. Yeah, but if it's in water, how do you see? It wasn't like dirty, gross water. It was like a creek that was like, you know, I'm from a that, be- that oh. deep. Okay, I about to say I'm from a beach town called Ocean City. If you try opening up your eyes, whatever in this what we call ocean, it looks like you're looking through a beer bottle that someone had like hocked multiple loogies in and then put a cigarette out in. No, this was like a small little stream that was two inches deep in a suburban neighborhood. So, so classic. it wasn't anything. Classic Creek. Classic. Yes. Yes. Well, back to the This was thing. not a very good place, though. Like, I realized that saying, oh, yeah, I played golf all the time. Yeah, no. <laughs> I went to a very small school that was like, I think, 400 people. And our golf course was the size of a putting course. So I love how you dropped that. Like, oh, no, I don't play golf all the time. That's a. No. 
I pictured since you've brought up the like yeah oh no no they hated me because I golfed in my flip-flops and I was very punk at the time so I had pink hair I mean obviously not much has changed but like pink hair lots of eyeliner in flip-flops and like cutoffs lots of studded belts why you're golfing yes that's like going to the beach in a winter jacket like I do that because I live here, but that's like I'm gonna go swimming, and then it's like the person that wears all clothes when they jump in the water, and you're just like, that's not comfortable. Like first no, of all, no, I just had to rebel. Okay, I ha- I had to rebel. You know, I mean that's why you start your own stuff because the next thing you know, you don't have to rebel to anybody but yourself, and then that's like an inner conflict, and that that actually might need some therapy to solve. I think a lot of things need therapy. Yeah. Let me tell you, nothing's better than plant therapy, though. Honestly, sitting out. It is. Well, I want to ask you because, you know, with so for people listening, she start she has a thing called cap now capsation cult, capsicillin. What do you call it? Yeah, capsaicin cult. Okay. Capsaicin is the um, thing in peppers that makes it hot. Well, I've had a couple past guests you probably know, like Robert Rice from Sauced and Glazed. Um, he creates his own hot sauce. David from Way Hot Sauce. And then our friend Donnie Cockrum has been on the show. Um, yeah. The Chili Flavor Wizard. But yes, what's fun about that is like plant therapy, for instance. The reason why like you fell into an amazing community to really, if you're going to start a cult, start a cult. And um, only because like, it's so simple and it's so much fun because the concept of you guys are just growing peppers, you guys are having fun. And that's a lot of the things we need. And like, if you notice, like leaves are changing, the season is honestly getting amazing right now. If you just take a whiff outside of what the air smells like, it's fall. Like it's oh no, it was snowing this morning here. Oh well, well, okay. Well, in my town, it was cold enough just for the smell of fall. Like I walked outside and I could smell what if they put it into a candle, not pumpkin spice, but the seasons changing with that color of when the leaves turn to orange. And I'm like, this is what it's like. You want to feel that nice cold, like when you chew um, like an ice mint gum, and you get that coolness in your breath. That's what they felt like in my lungs. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, we got that for like three days. And then we're a roller coaster here in Chicago, just up and down all the time. You don't know what you're going to get. Home of the deep dish. Yes. It's not a pizza. It can be. It's a lasagna. I (laughs) I would think pizza. I just look at it. I'm like, man, they don't see any triangles. I got to see triangles. It's like when I see a car and they have, if it's not a circle, I don't call it a tire. It's like, that's a square tire. I want to see you drive that thing right now. Probably wouldn't work very well. <laughs> well, tell me a little bit like, um, for instance, about the cult. Cause I'm like, we brought it up. People are thinking you're murdering people. And then we went to dead bodies, which wasn't a good hop off point, but um, <laughs> <laughs> tell me a little bit about yeah. it another check on my why I'm on the FBI watch list or something but um yeah so uh I just thought that the name was cool I like very you know like witchy dark uh, just anything weird kind of stuff so I thought that you know capsaicin cult sounded good and I really didn't think that it was gonna take off and become this thing that it has become like I just hit 2,000 followers and I only started it like a couple months ago which is insane to me 
Um, but it's because of the community, like you were talking about there, it's like the best community I've ever been a part of online before. Everybody is so nice and like interested in what everybody else is doing and, um, like willing to share information and people will message me just out of nowhere and be so nice. And it's like talking to them, like I've known them for years and they're just like, oh yeah, well, how's this going or whatever, you know, like. I've just never met a larger group of people overall that are not shitty to each other. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. If you look in the right, I guess, corners or the realms of what would be social media, like the positivity in it, because it's there. It's not everywhere, but it's there. Um, it makes you think differently from like growing up. I'm like, I remember nobody wanted to share shit. Nobody was like, you know, you knew your friends, but then everybody else was against you. But then like, you look at the fact of when you go onto social media, if you look up a certain hashtag or like hot sauce, for instance, you got a bunch of people that are doing the same thing, creating a business, trying to sell their product and really trying to get stuff in there. And you fall into some really niche groups where it's like, holy crap, we're all about to do a video that's going to be on YouTube, just talking about like fun times or anything. And it's like, wow, I would have never met these people if I would have never started this journey. Yep. Exactly. Um, it, I've met a ton of really awesome people through it, um, through the pod people group that Donnie started, um, that I've met a ton of people and we've been trading things, seeds and things that we've made and, you know, eating each other's creations. And, you know, it's very like, yeah, let me send you my stuff and I'll, I'll review yours and we'll both put up videos and we both benefit from it because it's, you know, free exposure. Whereas like, um, you know, in the nail business, I've had my nail account for like four, at least four years. And I'm still that barely over a thousand and nail people are catty. They're so catty and they want to take everybody down and they'll see something that you're doing and they'll tear it down. And, you know, like I'll do, I do like insanely detailed work and, you know, like many my husband called them mini masterpieces, you know, and I'll get like three likes on it. And then somebody will post this like basic asset that's like a nude nail with nothing on it and get a thousand. And it's just very like, they want to bring you down and like people try to steal your clients. And it's just the complete opposite of the pepper. And I think that's why I've gotten so like into the pepper community lately is because it's like uplifting and happy. And that's what we it's, need in it's this the time. Reversal. It would be the complete opposite of the nail industry. Do you, th why do you think that is though, that they're so cutthroat like that? Do you think it's just because the profession is old? Like it is more of a, I guess when you think of nails, you think of more of a business, like, um, like a manicure place or, um, like we have a nail salon in our town. It's owned by the same people that own our Chinese restaurant, laundromat, and there's an alcohol store, which is fucking fascinating to me. That's a cult. I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's a cult. Um, but like, I think it's the weird part about like hot sauce community is I think it's, it also is pretty new. I know considering like how many people are in it, it's relatively small niche group compared to like if you look up anything for like podcasters or youtubers or youtubers is like i want to get their listeners and it's not about helping each other really anymore but if you're mm -hmm. coming from the realms of like let's say a hot sauce group people can buy your hot sauce and then buy your friends it's not about stealing right. your customers on the aspect of like hot sauce isn't that expensive unless you're selling fucking hot ones hot sauce which is like 80 dollars for four sauces i'm like no right 
I've never in my life spent over five bucks only on honey smacks. There's nothing else getting involved there. No. Yeah. I, you know, cause I've watched the show for a long time. I was like, Oh, let's get some of the sauce now that I'm, you know, into eating hot things. Cause believe it or not before, like six months ago, I would not eat hot things at all, which is just why, you know, that hell has frozen over because now I'm eating hot challenges, which is insane. <laughs> you to me. dive head first into that Creek. You did not wait in. Oh yeah. No, not at all. Um, it spiraled out of control very quickly. <laughs> What's your worst challenge though? Cause I have a question I want to ask after, and I have asked every person that's ever tried hot sauce. And honestly, it's my truth question. So I, the answer will tell me. The worst thing was the Pocky one chip, not for heat, but for taste. Like it was just absolutely miserable to do. Why was it so miserable? Cause it tasted bad and it was so crusted in like the charcoal and pepper powder that it just like stuck to the roof of your mouth and it was um it was stale so that didn't help it either because like all of them seemed to be a little bit open on the sides like both me and my husband's were open a little bit and stale and it so you've got this stale wad of disgusting flavored shit at the top of your mouth and you're just like okay like trying to get it down like you're chewing tar yes yes okay what's the hottest challenge you've ever done or what's the hottest thing you've ever eaten like experienced like that type of bad the hottest thing i've eaten was um some spicy noodles that one of my clients brought to me she was like yeah i eat these uh at half of the flavor packet and i sit there and cry through the whole thing i want to see you do it now that you're into hot stuff and i was like thanks um but (laughs) so i did it and i did it with the full flavor packet And I think just because it was a whole thing of ramen and it was definitely as hot as the packy chip was um, like spice level wise, but there's a whole bowl of ramen to get through and, you know, ramen slurps onto your lips. You can't avoid getting it on your lips. You know, you have to chew. That's not a travel food. Not at all. No, no, no. And that one gave me some pretty bad stomach cramps, but um, I did I was going to say, my question is, have you ever shit your pants? No. What? That's a lie. No, not from hot sauce. I mean, everybody I think does when they're like ridiculously sick, probably. I don't know. I thought you were going to say when they're ridiculously young. I'm like, don't tell her I did that like a year ago. (laughs) Oh, come on. Like, like everybody hasn't had a time where they thought they were going to die. They were so sick and they took a chance on a fart. Like, don't tell me you've never done that. That's what I'm saying. Thank you for your honesty. You used to be surprised. But from hot many... sauce, no. Well, that's amazing. I think you need to try a pepper that'll do that to you. Cause let me tell you something. I did like half a bottle of the widow maker in a protein shake. I don't know if you ever heard of the widow maker. Um, I didn't at the time, but it's an Australian hot sauce. That's apparently like Johnny Scoville level. Um, but I put it in a protein shake, like half a bottle in there. I'm like, it's going to be an epic fat burner. Next thing I know, I'm like, I drank it. I was like, I wasn't too hot. And then a minute later, my stomach's like, mm. it sound like freaking whale sounds. I'm like, yo, I don't feel good. I feel like I swallowed a lump of burning coal. It's like when you get a brain freeze and you can't like, 
it's it's that pain in your head. You're like, I can't get it. I can't. I just gotta ride it out. That's the same thing when you eat a hot thing. You gotta feel that thing work its way through your intestine, where you're like, oh sweet Jesus, like let's just cut it out of me by now. It's like when you're ready to have a baby. Yeah, that's uh, that happened to me last night actually. Um, the mighty mustache. You can find him on YouTube. He does really awesome videos. Um, did a challenge that he sent to some of the pod people called the fireball challenge. And it was a sauce he made that had, uh, 11 types of super hots. It also had a ton of Carolina Reaper powder. And then like this giant amount of extract that he had made like, um, capsaicin extract. And I thought I was fine. And I was not like 45 minutes later, I was just kind of like pacing the house drooling. And then it was straight to the toilet to throw up. Think how I feel. I get hot sauce sent to me, and then I got a bottle sent to me by uh, one of the sponsors for the podcast, David from Way Hot Sauce. He made it my own custom out of the blank sauce. I fucking love you, David, for that. Thank you. Um, That's he, awesome. He gave me because he loves creating logos. I'm like, dude, you're having way too much fun with this. He like he, he said the whole podcast description, but it was like it made it an amazing like hot sauce words like forged from fires of hell. And I'm like, all right, I got a recording I got to do with like somebody like pretty well known that I was a fan of. Next thing I know, I've dumped like half this bottle of sauce into some food and I'm eating it. And I'm like, I can't talk. I can't. I will not be able to function through this thing. I got some up my nose, do burn some nose hairs off. And I'm like, well, I don't know how that happens, but it's like one of those things. It's like, I know how to kill somebody now. You're talking about burying somebody on some whatever legal flowers. Let me tell you something. Put it that hot sauce in somebody's marinara sauce. But the problem is, will you get them to eat enough that they actually die? It'll work for peoples whose families are Italian. That's all I got. I, I, I had somebody cooking spaghetti the other day. You got to put it in like, the gravy. I know. That's I'm, I was looking at it. I was like, look, man, I could easily like, I know you're prone to having um, acid reflux. And I'm like, this could kill you. Like you pissed me off. I'm just saying, we'll give it a little double tap of the bottom of the bottle and knock it right into the sauce. Now, see, I think you need to go with pepper flakes and not tell somebody, you know, you get a pizza and you think that you're going to put the little pepper flakes on it. Do it with like the most super hot pepper that you can flaked and just replace that. I feel like you take more time into eating than I do. I mean, they drop the pizza I, down. I'm just eating it. Like there's no adding on things. Like I think the only thing I've ever tried to add on anything was like maybe onto my salad. Like I'll, if I make my food, I go all out. But if I'm getting food, like I don't add, like, let me put a little bit of salt. Let me put a little bit of pepper. Let me put a little bit of this. That, that, that. me, it's just like, I'm going to eat this now. No, eating is an art eating is an art and everything has to have what you need on it i think but i understand that's also why i'm not skinny so yeah. well I, I understand the art factor of it i just don't have i look at it as a like a thing i gotta get done usually i'm just trying to eat like a real quick and then i'm trying to go off into something else but i try i eat healthy as possible like but the only bad thing is i have a bad sugar thing you mentioned that you had for breakfast reese's bath cereal I have yes. a handful of cereal on everything I eat. I mean, it's just, that's my croutons for my salad. I don't like the little croutons they give me in the packages. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make my own. I got frosted mini wheats in one hand. And then I go for another scoop full. I got a random container. There's a bunch of different things inside of it. Next is bran flakes. Next is cinnamon toast crunch. Next is lucky charms. After like a year, it's all mixed up to where I'm getting an assortment of flavors in every handful. 
I mean, I'd just have that with some milk. Just random cereal. I don't do dairy. Mm. I get what they call the tummy rumblings. You know, when you eat too much hot sauce, you get the tummy bubbles. You're like, oh, God, this is going to be an issue in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Lactose intolerant. Sensitive. Sensitive. Yeah. There's apparently a big difference. I could still have dairy, but it's just not good for anybody, including myself and anybody around me. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Now, what you say with, uh, you got me thrown off. I'm still thinking about the flowers thing. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. I've never heard that. It's a very surprising thing to me. Um, with the pepper community, what's the, one of your most, I guess, best experiences you've ever had from joining it? Um, I guess just because I've had a lot of random people send me stuff from like pods to sauces without like really without asking for it you know i had um um the magwai organics he was just like hey i'm gonna send you some peppers and i was like okay like do you want something in return you know like i always feel like if people send you something there's a like wanting something in return or i don't know and it's just made it nice because like i never get mail i feel like mail is something that unless it's junk mail or bills like and now during you know this time of year election season there's like always like six stupid things about like both of this which is just a waste of trees um but you know like nobody ever gets good mail that they're excited about anymore and it's been so cool just like going to the post office and be like oh my god i got a package and a letter it's like look at this you know yeah it's like only time i ever get those is in the holidays when the holidays coming up i get like a card from somebody or it's like i'm getting a package which are the only two things i'm excited that the yellow pages i am fucking happy when the yellow pages come because i love seeing who's around me in my neighborhood that i can just call and have a nice chat with like I, I honestly am calling you right now because your last name surprised me. Your last name is Buttcliffe? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, dude, we got to talk. About what? I don't even know you. And I'm like, yeah, but let's get to know each other and let's hang out. So I can say I have a friend named Buttcliffe. He goes, I'm hanging up now. I'm like, don't do that. I'm alone. <laughs> probably, like, he probably told all his friends about, like, that encounter it's like when you get the number neighbor or it's like i had somebody text me that was a number away from mine like hey you're my number neighbor i'm like whoa what's up man where are you from and the next thing you know we got into this full discussion then eventually i was like how do i say goodbye or ghost this number without being rude like it was <laughs> like so the most uncomfortable feeling but and honestly like the reason why I'm, i always bring up like i'm bringing up the hot sauce uh, community thing is because of the aspect of do you think that restored your faith in people because honestly i was pretty like just a hundred percent that social media was just this cesspool of the devil's lettuce and then next thing i know i'm like holy crap there's a lot of people out here like i've had so much of a benefit from the hot sauce community from pizza community from all these different hashtags where you wouldn't think and it's like it helps you find like the good people i don't know if it's like a if it's like a scam but i'm like i'm waiting for it to turn sour because it hasn't turned sour yet yeah i i don't know i think that social media overall is both good and bad and people you know overuse it and I just think people share too much, you know, like, I don't need to know that you're going to bed now. Like nobody sure. cares, you I know, yeah, tell you and I don't. 10 other people that might like it. Mm, 
I, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of stupid stuff that is useless on social media, but it all is also good to connect with people. Like there's no way that I would have been able to be an independent business owner and everything without it. You know, like that's how I built up most of my business was through Instagram. So I think that you have to use it sparingly and smart because, you know, people don't check, you know, I've seen people post things from like the onion, just as an example and be like, look at this, you know, and they're all mad. And I'm like, dude, you realize that's a satire piece. Right. And they don't, they think it was actual news or something. Like, I, I just think that people have gotten stupider because of the ease of access. Like you don't have to actually learn or look for your information well it's so easy to get gaslighted over something like somebody sees something they don't like and they read a headline they don't like and they just run with it saying all oh, that and then they try to take it down i think social media like i'm all about theories and i've just been tossing out like candy basically like when you go to a parade and the guy keeps missing you but he hits everyone else around you like son of a bitch just throw me a jolly rancher like what the hell um but I'm tossing out theories. And I think my theory with social media is more on the lines of becoming, I think it's the popular people, the people that pay and the people that kind of like try their best to get like all over the attention are the ones that are the bad ones. You know what I mean? Like they're the ones Probably. that are like, cause like I've through doing this, I reach out to guests like yourself and I, I, you know, I'm messaging people and it's surprising. It's the ones that play it low key and play it calm. Like the people that are like, follow me, like, like every single post, I'm like, Hey, saw you like this. Would you want to come on sometime? Next thing you know, it's like, I can give you this. I want these questions. I want that. It's like all the people that are like really trying their hardest to what I say, grinding. As soon as they use the term grinding, I'm like, fuck no. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Because that means your mindset is all about me and not about people. And that's a problem. It's like there's a way to get to the top. It's a longer route, but it's a much more fulfilling one when it comes to making amazing connections. Like I've brought up a couple of times, like the, the people that send hot sauces, the people that just send a package or a, a letter means the world to me. If you send me something saying, hey, right. I enjoyed the show. Thanks for having me on and giving me a shot or, hey, Rob, you're cool, whatever. That feeds my ego. Sure. But I love the messages and I keep them all pinned up in my studio. It's a fucking it's just an amazing feeling to know like, hey. Not everybody's an asshole. Mm -hmm. There are people out there that are good. And I think that those people that, you know, like you said, are grinding or whatever and trying to get the Insta fame, like they don't, that's not their real true self. And they're probably, you know, only putting up what they think is going to work. And they're just doing it because they think it's a quick way to, you know, become a millionaire or whatever their goal is. And it's going to go away. Like, look at how quickly I'm surprised how long some social medias have been around, but look at how quickly they can go away or not actually take off too, because, you know, like MySpace used to be the big thing. And now that's basically useless. You know, like there was, you know, Zanga was a big thing and that's gone now. There was, um, you know, a bunch of them that, or ones that haven't really taken off or like Google Plus didn't even work out. But, you know, like as soon as that platform is gone that you're the big thing in, what do you have? Nothing, you know, unless you've branched out and managed to like 
diversify and do other things with it. But if you're just known for posting your ass on whatever platform, what do you like, have? If you ever see pages that grow really fast, like there's stuff that's appealing to the eyes, not just like, you know, like if you see food, obviously food's appealing to everybody. So if you post a lot of food, you're going to get quick likes and stuff. But the weird thing is with the likes, it's just like, why does that create such a stimulant for people? It even does for me sometimes, you know, you post something, you get a bunch of likes, you're like, holy crap, I'm, I'm, it feels like you're Mr. Popular. And I think it's the fame and the money aspect of things that like have been instilled by society. I know I've talked about this a lot of pure people listening. I talk about that freaking, I just look at it like everything's so damn competitive. It's like, let's not do competitive. We're not in a full on competition. This is a thing called life. And we're all at different paces. We all have different lines of what our finished goal is. Like some people just want to be the Mormons, for instance, or the Amish. They're fine making the best damn butter you've ever seen. And they don't need social media or media to prove it. But for some people, they need to be on the next Joe Rogan. They need to be on the next this. They need to be on the next that. And if they're not doing something, then they're doing nothing. And I'm like, that is uh, like trying to rush last minute. Like you let everybody ahead of you by 10 miles and you're like there's one mile left for everyone you're like i need to go now i need to catch up as fast as possible it's like realize everybody's end point is a little bit farther than the other person there's that and i think it's just our culture's obsession with celebrity you know i think that's what makes our us different from like you were saying the amish is they don't have these people that they exalt and hold up like oh my god i need to be like kim kardashian because like look at her and blah 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 you know like because they just don't give a flying fuck about that whereas people are so obsessed with these people that don't even know they exist and you're just making them even more richer by you know watching their new stupid reality show or buying their stupid new product that they've come out with and endorsed even though they know nothing about you know and had no hand in the actual making of and they're just getting rich off of other people's la uh, labor for making it for them you know I think people need to step back and wonder why like yeah it's awesome that these people are talented you know the actors or singers or whatever like yeah they're talented and they deserve to be praised for that but like why do you are you so obsessed with them because they have everything that what you've been brainwashed to want so shouldn't that make you want to just like work harder yeah but the definition of work harder means to be more popular and to be more popular is not working harder at all you might work I don't harder. Think that's on, the definition. If you, what you are, right, then what's your version of the definition? I think like working harder is just finding ways that you can achieve your own goals. Not everybody's goal is popularity. Yeah, but for the what I'm saying for like a generalization for the more of why social media is such a thing that people are grasping at is working harder is, is like I gotta like all these different pages to get my following up or to get this up. That's their definition of working harder. A lot of people that I come across when they're on social media is I need to follow this person, follow this person. They'll follow 50,000 accounts. Then when they all start following back, they unfollow. That's their definition of working harder because they think that's going to help them reach their goals faster. And it's like, or is it just making the right connections? The weird thing is I've through doing this podcast, I have reached out to big pages and people that I won't have on because of the fact of how they've just treated the whole thing. And then 
I reached out to a page that had like 10, 15 followers, and the dude owns a multi-million dollar company. Like I had a dude who owns the one of the giant food chains in New Orleans, and he didn't have that many followers. I was like, what is this? And he goes, I don't care this much about this platform at all. I, my thing does fine. And I'm like, that's the thing. You never know who you might meet. You never know what conversation you might have that might open up a door or might, but you should never expect that from anybody. You should, it just comes, you know, it's just, it's just the thing. I think everyone's accepting or wanting something that's going to push them to the next level. And sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. You got to do what makes you happy. You got to do what you love to do, not do something because you feel like you have to be, to be number one. Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think, yeah, I think if you're going for, you know, the influencers, that is their definition of work harder, but I think people need to take social media less seriously you know like it is good to put yourself out there but that shouldn't be what you're working hardest on you know it shouldn't consume your life no it shouldn't and that you know I've felt like that's be becoming a problem for me so I have been taking a step back like I really only concentrate on Instagram like my Facebook only gets reposted from my Instagram because I'm just sick of it. Like I, I just want one place to pay attention to. Like if we racked up all of the hours, we stare at our phone looking at something that's not going to benefit our lives in any way, shape or form. Like look at all the time you waste. Yeah, I think Instagram is the main one I focus on mostly because the connections I've made with amazing people have been through that. But I ended up doing what I did recently, which was like taking some time off of this thing. Um, like I only post one post a day. And then most of the time it's like I'm getting notifications 24-7 of messages from people. So I'm like, here's my phone number. Here, text me. I, I'd rather see that than a notification blip from Instagram to me. Oh, pages you we suggest you follow. Don't fucking tell me what I want to follow. I will pick what I want to follow. I don't I don't care if somebody else follows that. I'm not them. I'm somebody else. But it's those notifications. Like I'd be I'll wake up in the middle of the night from some person in Australia messaging me because it's daytime there. And I'm like, I guess I set myself up that way because of the podcast. But then like you're gone one day, you feel like you missed it all. And I was like, what? But it feels good when you don't have that thing that's constantly, it's like nagging at you like a small child pulling your arm in a store. Like, hey, I want to get this. I want to get this. I want to get this. It's like, let me just breathe. Let me smell the fall air or winter, whatever season mm -hmm. you're dealing with right now in this time. But it's that type of scenario where it's like, I love the connections I've made, but you got to transfer them off of just the, the app, the one app that controls it all. Cause then next, you know, you give something that much power. It's like the Neuralink. You want to talk about something that is fucking nuts. Put the Neuralink in your head. How long until the government can say that's government property. So technically we own you. That's another theory I'm tossing out. Like, well, come on now. Are you a, are you a doctor who watcher? Is that what doctor who is? Um, you need to look up the Cybermen from Doctor Who. That's one of the, because uh, they have these little ear pods that, you know, they, there's one episode where they, uh, the Cybermen, long story short, 
transform real people into robots basically and um you know like a one of us kind of a thing and you know there's an episode where they get them because all the rage is these new little ear pods and everybody has to have them and everybody's connected and they'll play your news and whatever you want through them and you know they're your they're so essential to life that and then all of a sudden the cybermen come in and they send a signal out and everybody's boop and then they're going in to be slaughtered basically so first off i want to say spoiler alert yeah second second off i want to say there's so much more to that episode (laughs) that that probably won't spoil it because i'm really bad at recapping things my my buddy i was giving him uh the beginning scene from hubie halloween because i was recommending it when it came out and i was like dude it's so i was like it's like waterboy mixed with halloween it's a little bit stupid but it's funny slapstick humor i like and i'm like dude and i told him the very first scene where he's riding on the bike that that little small five second thing and he just goes I'm unfollowing you if you're going to spoil the rest of it for me. And then he didn't talk to me for like four days until he finally watched it. I was like, bro, but it's like, all right. So, but the thing with Dr. Who is there's so much of it because that show has been on so long and there's been so many different Cybermen episodes and I really didn't give away details of it. So it's not a super spoiler. I'm not upset about that. I'm upset about the fact of every time I'm like, damn, Robbie, you're really onto something. This is gonna be a this is a cool thought to throw out there. Everyone always says, Do you ever seen Black Mirror or you ever seen Doctor Who? I'm like, no, why? They're like, exactly <laughs> what you're saying is from that show. I'm like, who the fuck? Why do I feel like I'm on the come up of like, oh my god, this is the next I made the microwave. And then some dude's like, dude, that's already been made. You're like, fuck. Because everything's already been done. History's been so long, it's just putting your own spin on it. That's but oh, that's true, and also the fact that like I feel like we say that, and then next year there's like, how did we ever live without this? It's like I don't know. I don't honestly ever want to drive a Tesla, and I honestly don't ever want to get the Neuralink. But I'm also like part Mormon, where like I like their guidelines. I just don't want to live their lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like it's like I'll observe. I think it's cool what you're doing, but like they don't believe they can get the coronavirus. They're like we don't have media. I'm like, oh, what does that mean? like we don't have media so we don't have the coronavirus i'm like well so it's are you saying because you get it from the five g's right well that and they think it's political and i'm like okay you don't even care who's Mm. running your country you just want to make sure that you can make your butter as long as you want yeah there's there's a lot of interesting things with religious communities that are fascinating i just i let i let like i my rule is let people be people. As long as it doesn't hurt me or anybody else, let it. Let them do it. I'm open to it all. I love entertaining it. I love throwing theories out there. I'm like, hey, do you ever think that like maybe, I don't know, butter is like a substance we could be using to pave our roads? And then all the Mormon people are like, oh, he just changed our life. And next thing you know, it just leads down this whole rabbit hole. I'm like, next thing you know, you end up finding out that like the walls that go into your house are really made of sandalwood. And you're like, no, it's not. That's brick. No, that's sandalwood. Like you can get anybody to think anything if you have a really persuasive argument. Well, that's how actual cults happen. We bring it back to the cult, like I'm saying. That's how you got to persuade people. It starts off with growing peppers, then it goes to sacrificing chickens, and then it goes to a whole nother level. But you got to tell me what that level is. What are your plans for the cult? 
I didn't think it that far, honestly. Like, I think it's just, you know, if it's kind of a place where if you want to hang out, like you kind of do with your podcast, like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but everybody's welcome on my page. Like, like you said, as long as you're not hurting anybody, I probably am okay with you. But cult you know. has formed into the word where we think of cut off heads of chickens and blood and ritual splatters. That's not what it is. Cults nowadays, nowadays cults are just people surrounding themselves with people that think just like them. So it's a lot like the political office, but the concept of you have people that are not trying to harm anybody, but they're just trying to have fun with people that agree with their same views. So it's like, it's, yeah. it's, it's groups. And that's, that's the importance of it. We all want to be around, especially something so passive as like gardening or something. You have a gardening hobby, a beekeep, beekeeping hobby, whatever. Surround yourself with people that do that stuff. So you'll have people to hang out with. It's like me, my right. best friend doesn't like any of the shit I like. So like, if I want to talk about a podcast I did or something, I'm like, Hey, did you do? He's like, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> what do you have a podcast? I'm like, dude, you were my first episode. He goes, I know. And I'm like, I know you follow me. He goes, yeah, but I don't care about podcasting. You know what I care about? I care about Reddit trucks. And I also care about YouTube videos. I'm like, I'm on YouTube. He goes, I don't watch your videos. I'm like, well, this is the best relationship <laughs> because you look at me like a person. I look at you as a person. Nobody's at a different level. That's true. I also like being abused. Well, you know, that's a whole different topic. Back to the wish.com, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the weird stuff from Wish. Well, look, you've given me enough of your time, and I really appreciate it. Is there anything you want to promote? Anybody, any shout outs you want to give to the pod people? Oh, man. Um, just all of them in general are really great people. And there's so many to list and I'm terrible at remembering everybody. So I don't want to offend anybody from not saying their name. But um, yeah, everybody who has tried my ghost pepper rock candy or is trying it soon, because that's something that I want to work on soon. Ghost pepper rock and candy. yes, I candied ghost peppers and then I crystallized rock candy around it and a couple of the um so it's a spicy rock candy are you and, killing uh, kids this halloween is that what i'm getting out here i mean you know if it couldn't be traced back no uh <laughs> if you got a neighbor you hate it's like giving out popcorn balls that are like hard as crap when you bite into them they chip a tooth you just got to give them to your neighbors like hey i made this amazing candy i hope you like it and then they eat it and next thing you know you hear them going what have you done to me there's like laying on the bathroom floor like crawling I think part of what I enjoy about this is I do kind of want to bring pain to people in a funny way. You know, if especially if there wasn't a pepper in it and it just looked like regular rock candy and you go and then it burns your face off. Like, how funny is that? Um, I mean, it's funny, sadistic. I like it. I'm in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I guess all of those people and... Um, you can find me on Capsaicin Cult or my nail page is Nerdy for Nails. Um, not the letter or the number, but F-O-R, because um, there's two of us now. Um, that but, was a yeah, despiteful look. Yeah, well, I was there first. <laughs> so you got the original. Did they put the four in the middle then? Uh -huh. Wow, that's some cheap stuff. It's like somebody owns my personal Twitter, the famous guitar player. And I look at him oh, yeah? like... Where's your, where's your new music? 
he's like, I haven't created anything in new year in any like maybe 15 years, but guess what? He tweets constantly. Check out my old yeah. song. It's like, bro, let it go. Create some new shit and move on. <laughs> You're like, nobody cares anymore. We heard it already. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate well, you for yeah. doing the podcast. I'll make sure. Yeah. I link Thank you so much for having me uh, on. This was really awesome. I don't think I've ever like just been interviewed out of the blue. So, wow. You could have dropped the show name, but you didn't drop the show name. Oh, out of said, blank. There you go. You said out of the blue. Oh man, fuck! I totally missed it. I'm. That would have been perfect. Yeah. So your, thank that, you. How was your shot? <laughs> yeah, it's Pat Benatar. Hit me with I'm your not best that shot. Smart. I'm not that smart on the quick jokes. I'm sorry. That totally sucks. It would have been great. Ah, God. How many song references can you name off in five minutes that happen to do with peppers? Um, all I can think of is a Spice Girls right now. <laughs> That's a perfect one. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. That's great. I was thinking like know. Fire Burning by Sean Kingston. Um, oh, yeah. That's a good one. Through the um, Fire and Flames. That's true. I'm Johnny Cash, obviously. And burns, burns, burns. Um, burning ring of fire. Yeah. Um, so there's not a lot of songs that Firestarter. I'm a Firestarter. Oh, obviously, the prodigy. Sean Paul that Temperature. True. Um, I would love for pepper versions we actually talked about that once on uh the discord about reworking songs to be pepper songs like just inserting the word peppers in there or reworking the lyrics completely like i have started uh redoing ice cubes it was a good day to be a pepper related rap (laughs) do you have the lyrics in front of you um i would not do all of it but you know just waking up in the morning gotta check my pods gonna look for anything kind of odd that's freaking amazing so yeah maybe if i get to enough followers on youtube i'll wrap the entirety of whatever i decide to name that (laughs) well i have a new goal (laughs) those followers So, yeah, because that's my go-to karaoke song. So it'll it'll work you. well. Yeah. My go-to song is so different. It's either Ice Cube or like Elton John or Real Big Fish. Sell Out? Oh, I love Sell Out. I love all Real Big Fish. I have seen them so many times in concerts. They're awesome. I had the singer's best friend on here. What? That's Peter. awesome. I had the Expendables on here, too. That was probably my favorite. I'm oh, a, I'm gonna have to find that. I'm a giant reggae fan, but um, no, that's funny because mine's karaoke song is Katy Perry's "Firework." <laughs> that and "Wrecking Ball," great. they hit you. They hit you good. I bet. Yeah. I'm gonna let you wrap up the show. How do you want to end it? Um, I don't know. I'm terrible at these things, but this was an awesome experience, and thank you so much. And um i look forward to watching even more of your podcasts i was hoping you were going to be say i was hoping you were going to say you don't have to go home but you can't stay here 
Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. If you want to visit iTunes or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast, rate, review, subscribe, and even share the show. Helps me out. Leave me a little something like a little message about oregano or Domino's Pizza or how Papa John's is evil. Thanks for checking out Out of the Blank Podcast.